0: And invite your sisters, because we're about to have a powerful conversation. Tune in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Heal Everything podcast. We are in season 16, believe it, episode 2. And tonight's topic is spiritual principles for global influencers so I want to frame this conversation in five different key principles um, the principles of being spiritually grounded in business on a global scale can absolutely vary for person to person and look different for each business model however I've been coined a spiritual business strategist for a reason. Because what I teach as foundational to your success is your ability to really know thyself and be thyself. And from my perspective, there is no shortcut. You either are ready to invest in your self-identity and translate that in a way that the world can understand and feel compelled to monetize and invest in or you're still hiding you're not ready to really be seen experienced and move your energy throughout the world so I want to give you some tools and ways of doing what you need to do being who you need to be say it out loud I am ready To do what I need to do. And be who I need to be. So at a very practical level. You can't wait until you decide to launch a business and do business to be spiritual. So foundationally you should have a spiritual practice that you're disciplined with and consistent with. That sets the groundwork. How you nourish your soul, your spirit, the same way you feed your body, you make sure you drink enough water, how are you nourishing your spirit? So that's important because when it's time to apply your spiritual practices to your business, there's not a learning curve within yourself about well, what am I supposed to do? What do you do to nourish your spirit? Don't you know how to take care of your spirit? So that's where a lot of my clients that I coach get lost because they're not even disciplined and consistent with talking to God just for themselves. Now we want to talk to God about business, but we're not really talking to God at all. We're not really conjuring. We're Maybe still in a phase of trying things here and there to see what sticks. But spiritual practice is the expression of alchemy. My grandmother knew that there were certain prayers, prayed a certain way, called in certain names that created certain outcomes. What is your recipe for manifestation and calling things forward? And it's personal. And it's sacred and it's intimate. Some people, their archetype of manifesting is visual. Or if I write it down 55 times for five days, or if I, you know, it's different. But there is no success without God. I can tell you that much. There is no success without a clear process of moving, cultivating anchoring your energy so that's number one assessing what your spiritual practice is across the board if I was to peek into your world to see how you nourish your spirit every day what would I see write your answer down to that Because if you are ambiguous in that area and you are not clear, your foundation is not laid that you can stand upon to move forward with your business in a deeply satisfying way that is sustainable. No matter what is going on in my world, you're not going to catch me not breathing, not tuning in, not declaring, speaking things. That be not as though they are. That is who I am. It's just like when the ancients were describing their experiences with different God archetypes, right? So the God of war, the God of love, the God of fertility, the God, right? There were specific characteristics that you could find and tune into to connect with that expression of God it's the same thing you are that you are I am that I am I am that piece of I am and so are you when people want to see how your God power shows up in your life what are the characteristics of your divine nature that they will see what are they going to see okay it is this. let me give you the definition of influence that I use You are the most influential when you are clear within yourself. A person who is clear about who they are and how to be themselves activates that clarity in other people. Because that person gets to see literally somebody else walking on a path they've been trying to define for themselves. And that inspires, that motivates that activates what's dangerous and I've been quoted a lot for this statement in in different spaces that I've spoken it what's dangerous is a powerful influential woman who remains in a chronic state of self-neglect she's a threat to the well-being of this world because she will inevitably misuse her power so we're talking about spiritual principles for global influencers what I'm talking to you about is your capacity and ability to really really get okay with who you are really really be okay with your assignment. Which, when you get to a certain level of spiritual maturity, you realize you assign yourself. You were not born to be a servant. You were born as a a child of God's. Both the Divine Father and the Divine Mother. You are their seed in the earth. So what is it like for you to be God, not just in your life, but also in your business? So the first principle I want to offer is create your own identity. Who are you? Define that. Stop waiting for signs and wonders to tell you. Choose. Decide. Remember what it was like when you were in your youth. Oh, I'm a firefighter. could nobody tell you that you didn't know how to fight fighters. You didn't care. But if you look at some of the most successful people in the world, they started tuning into their identity early and they were not afraid to actually say this is who I am. So that's one piece of the puzzle. Create your own identity, choose one, make it up and simultaneously be willing to detach from the identity that you have created whenever necessary. Oh, I said I was an astrologer for 10, 15 years. So I guess I got to keep saying it, even though I feel like I've outgrown what I learned about astrology. Move on, my love. Oh, I said that I'm a teacher and I spent over $50,000 trying to make that teaching business model pop, but it never popped. Okay, move on, sis. Stay in the flow of water. Move like water. Stop clinging holding on to identities and things that no longer really represent who you are and what you want to be anymore. This is something that I have been achieving mastery in for the past five to six years. I really intentionally reinvent myself every year. And what people could expect from me last year, next year they cannot. And I'm intentional about it so that people will stop expecting certain things. I would rather people experience me than hold expectations over me. (laughs) Right? So I teach people how to interact with me. Professionally and personally. So allow me to reintroduce myself. They call me, right? So create your own identity, but also be willing to detach from it whenever necessary second spiritual principle when you know that you are a global influencer you have the ears of the entire world you know how to leverage technology you know how to put information out in a way that pops right you walk into rooms and rooms change you know who you are right so the second principle is become masterful with surrender and vulnerability You can be so powerful that you end up moving forcefully instead of powerfully and you don't always recognize it. But there is a difference between power and force. Power is deeply connected to being um, in flow and alignment. When you're forcing things, you can end up becoming achievement driven. I'm just trying to check this off my list. I'm just trying to hit the six figures in my business so I can say that I did. Okay, you did. And now what? What does that mean? Does that somehow identify you as something? Like, what is that drive about? Drive is necessary in entrepreneurship, but what drives you and why can be rooted in unresolved trauma. And if you're not careful, you can be using your business and using the marketplace as a tool to try to prove that you are someone important and I teach people how to create their success from the awareness that if you were born you're important I don't need you to feel like you're important because you got a bunch of media features I don't need you to feel like you're important because you've made a certain amount of money you know this is deeper the world is changing and people are craving, whether consciously or subconsciously, real people and real interactions. You can create a whole business model where people don't will never get you. They'll just get what you create. They'll get products and services and representatives and, because you think you are so important you can't be touched but that's not really the opportunity the opportunity is to expand with ease and be so vast and all encompassing that when they touch you it doesn't break you or drain you because you've learned how to surrender and be vulnerable and become a master of it so you can be like the great ancients who will walk through the streets and people will touch the hem of Yeshua's garment and healing virtue would go out and he could not be he wouldn't be offended he was curious who touched me I just want to know where my energy went I'm curious versus years of resenting the very people you think you're here to quote-unquote serve because they take so much but who told you not to master how to replenish You mad that people take, but you're supposed to be a giver, remember? I thought you thought that was your purpose, to give. I give myself to the world every day in different ways. Um, As a woman that used to be an overgiver, what has changed is I am intentional about my giving. I'm no longer casual and ignorant and unaware of what I give and why. I let it bring me joy to give. But I also know what my thresholds are. I know when it's time for me to receive more and create harmony and balance. Okay, so become masterful with surrender and vulnerability. You cannot be in control of it all. If you're not careful, your ego will have you trying to create marketing plans To coerce people into a relationship with you. But I teach my coaching clients how to be themselves. And align with the truth of that. And they attract their clients. Right? They are just magnetic. If you follow me closely on any of my social media. Especially on Facebook. Because I'm on Facebook a lot. You'll notice I'm posting stuff about my life, just living and how I live, and people get so inspired by being able to witness that that they want to connect with me. I don't be having call to actions all the time. Sometimes you'll see that, but most of what I post, it's just me sharing about what's happening in my life. Like right now, I'm in Puerto Rico. Okay, here's pictures of me, my mom, and my daughter in Puerto Rico. And then before you know what people are in my DM, like, you inspire me so much. How can I work with you? I don't even know what you do. (laughs) And I laugh because sometimes you just make it too hard when you don't know how to surrender and flow and you think you have to perform for your success and your blessings. Yes, entrepreneurship can be uh, simultaneous with being a sport. But the sport... The race, the run, the training, it really is centered in who you see yourself as and nothing more. And as you get more and more clear on who you are, how to surrender to that free-flowing expression, that is the guarantee of perpetual abundance. You can never run out of success and money and resources when you truly are clear on who you are. I know it sounds oversimplified, but I'm telling you what I know third principle I want to share with you set trends instead of following them so I love social media the disadvantage is for a person who's not clear on who they are you start trying to be what you see trending you start trying to go viral off of what everybody else is doing and it's one thing if it's bringing you joy and it's fun and exciting for you it is something completely different when You're lost and you're just throwing your fishing rod out there trying to catch anything. Right? I want you to be intentional about being the trend. Say that out loud and see where you feel it in your body. I am the trend. I do what I do because I want to and it feels good and it lights my soul up every day. So if that TikTok pops, great. If TikTok doesn't resonate with me, I'm not obligated to be there. And TikTok. I get to do whatever I want. That's the joy. That's why everybody who feels compelled to entrepreneurship feels compelled because they want freedom. Well, how can you be free if you start becoming the trend follower? So now every couple months or every month even, you're trying to switch it up to keep up with the trends. Just relax, be yourself do what lights your soul up and you will see results number four success is more than materialistic gains now I love money I mean y'all know that me and money are best friends goodness and mercy and money chase Tamer down all the days of her life that is my experience that is my truth and I will not waver however Materialistic things without spiritual growth and development will leave you internally bankrupt. So it's going to take more than just the big house, the fancy cars, and those things to have sustainable success. And for me, there's a difference between success and an achievement. An achievement is something that you can check off your list that you got done. But there is no success, number one, without God. And there is no success with authentic joy. Gaining material things does not resolve trauma. And if you felt that deeply when I said it, you feel like somebody that may not be listening to this episode needs to hear that statement, I want to ask you to quote me and tag me on your social media pages. You can't heal your trauma by getting a bunch of fancy stuff. Yeah, money makes you feel good. Because now you don't have to worry about how to be self-sufficient. For some of you that enjoy taking care of your family members, now you're in a position where you have the resources to do that. Yes, that fires off happy hormones in your brain. But if you want those happy hormones to keep firing... And you want to be able to sustain that vibration with ease. Then you're going to need some internal wealth and resources. Which comes back to what I was talking about earlier. If you lack discipline with your spiritual practice. You set up a lifestyle where you're running on fumes. And it takes crisis for you to get back in your prayer closet. Or it takes crisis for you to get back at your shrine. It takes crisis for you to get back with your Baba Lyle and your ear and get back to the mat. If you say you believe in certain things, then show some sign. Live what you believe. Don't just have it in your head and have the information about it, but not implement it. And this is why my clients who come and get on the pot with me for their womb sauna sessions, feel so empowered because one thing they can bank on is after that first session with me, every session after, I am asking you, What are you doing? I am your sacred witness. I'm gonna make sure that you fulfill your word to yourself. If you told me in your last session that you were going to leave Boo Boo the Fool. When you come to the next session and you back with Boo Boo the Fool, I'm going to ask you to help me understand what is your process, what are you thinking, what are you deciding. Not out of judgment, because I'm not attached, because I'm living my life. Every other person has to live theirs, right? But when you don't have a sacred witness, when you don't have people in your life you can let it all hang out with you will hide you will make ridiculous decisions you will not know what you're doing and be comfortable in the um, unclear space what you like to call confusion but my definition of confusion is the avoidance of making the necessary decision you're not really confused you just don't want to do what you know you need to do and you will when you are self sabotage when you self betray you will delay making the necessary decisions because of how you feel about yourself people assume it's about how you feel about the other people or other people but really in my work i find that people will self betray and self neglect and self sabotage because they really don't feel good about themselves And so they underperform in their businesses. They don't do what it takes to crack wide open and access the global market. Because they really don't even feel like they deserve that kind of success. This is what I mean when I say making money is not enough. I know people who make lots of money and live internally bankrupt. Because some people just know how to live the facade of success. They don't actually know how to really be success. And the fifth principle I want to share for global influencers is let the world see you in your own world. Let the world see you in your own world. Let the world see you in your own world. The world has access to me on my terms. Why? Because I already have my own world. I'm not in business trying to gain the world. I'm not a global influencer. My brand isn't in 13 countries and my podcast isn't in 21 countries because I need the world. I was born into the world out of my mother's world in her womb. What's my point? You get to have it all. I used to think that fame and uh, worldwide visibility and impact would somehow cheat me of freedom to be myself. But I don't believe that anymore. I haven't for a very long time. I can be who I am. And be so disciplined with who I am spiritually and emotionally that no matter what's happening around me, no matter what people are saying about me or not saying at all, my internal environment remains intact. My focus remains intact. Yeah, I'm human. So there are moments where, you know. But in every moment where I wanted to question who I am because of one or two people that had something negative to say, I laugh because the universe always does this. When one or two people say something negative, mischaracterize, project, misunderstand my movement, who I am, thousands of people start commenting randomly on YouTube videos, people are DMing me, I'll get random messages um saying you are a blessing to me and so there are always more people seeing you correctly than not. but if you don't know how to stay centered in your world and not get caught up in the world outside of you you will find yourself lost and trying to be what the world outside of you thinks you should be versus staying centered in your world and saying if you want to experience my gift my products my services my resources my leadership if you want the blessing of tamer's leadership listen let me tell you something i've been leading people since i was a child started my first business at age six okay my daughter started hers at five i'm putting her ahead of me that's what that's how that's supposed to work right so I have had, unfortunately, the experience of people wanting my leadership, well, no, what they wanted was, let me correct that, they wanted the blessings of my leadership while disrespecting it at the same time. And because I used to be an overgiver and to, you know, invested in people's potential versus their skills... They would receive the blessings of being able to say that they walked with Tama, being able to say that they were affiliated with my brand, that they were trained by me, that they used to work for me, but when they were on the inside, they were disrespectful, and they did not treat my anointing like the gold that it is, and I take full responsibility for it. Because I was still learning how to be in my world and create my success in my world versus going out into the world, being available to the world, and letting their demands on me dictate what I do next. Just because a demand is placed on your gift does not mean it is your assignment. Every idea it's not your assignment, you gotta get clear about some things. And the the most important thing you need to get clear about is who you are and how you intend to express that in a way that feels good to you. Ah, so I enjoyed this conversation with you, and I'm curious. I want to hear what you heard in this episode that stuck. Um, I'm in a very consecrated space. This is the time of year I start hibernating energetically and reflecting and taking inventory over all of the things that I've released into the world and rebirthing myself. Like I said earlier, I rebirth myself every single year. And what helps me in my personal process is Hearing feedback of how people are experiencing me, how people um, are experiencing the things I say, do, express. So you're welcome to pop into our Facebook group, Let the Womb Be Heard. Send a membership request, I'll approve it. And tag me, say, Tama, when you said this... And that last episode That really blessed me The other option is to leave a voice note Directly here on our podcast There's instructions on how to do that And I will respond Or you can seek me out Google my name Tema Siwa. Google the womb sauna And you will see How to reach me And we can dialogue Personally About what you heard in this episode That you needed to hear Alright I love you all enjoy the rest of your day and I can't wait to see how your global influence manifests as a result of the spiritual principles that we talked about in this episode. Peace. So before I forget, we have a feature with our podcast where you can respond to to the conversation with a voice message. All you have to do to be included in the dialogue is go to anchor.fm forward slash heal everything forward slash message. It'll pick up your microphone and you can record your response to any of our podcast episodes. So go ahead and enjoy this upcoming episode. Tune in, take your notes. And when it's all said and done, you are welcome to send a voice message so we can hear your reaction to it. I love you.